welcome back everyone to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, man? Joel, I am so excited. Yeah, I yeah am, it's, it's an exciting time for you. I am filled with joy and excitement. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Why would that be? Colin? Well, because 24 hours from this recording, Joel, I'll be, I'll be playing a new Metroid game. And yep. Like the first Good news. side-scrolling Metroid game in 13 years. Yeah, like oh, that's, that's nuts. That's pretty cool. Yep, hell yeah. Um, I'm pretty excited. Like, I, I obviously I'm not the same level as you because I like I I don't want to take that away from you or anything like Mate, that. Because you cannot take it away from me. It's something well, we can all revel in. Exactly. I don't want to diminish your excitement and and sort of trivialize it. I guess, but I, I I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Um, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I, it looks really good. Um, everyone's raving about it at the moment. So no, I'm dodging all these reviews. Uh, oh yeah, everyone's just, like because I follow a lot of people on on Twitter who are who are Metroid fans and like some of them who are writers and they're like, hey, check out my Metroid yep. review. And I'm 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 so sorry, guys. I'm not going to because I know I'm gonna I'm like sorry. it and I'll read it after I finish it. <laughs> exactly. I'll support it once I've done it. Yep, that's fair. Um, no, I'm I'm very excited. There's a lot of lot of things to be excited about with it. Um, and uh, didn't think I'd be this excited to dust off my 3DS. Yeah, I know you're telling really. me. Like, I I last had it booted up back in May for Fire Emblem, and as much right, as I loved like was... that game, I didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah, well, mine would have been before before the Switch, so it would have been maybe a couple of weeks before, like in into March or like before the Switch came out. I'd say it would have. Weren't you um, playing Persona Q at one point earlier this year? It was probably around then. I uh, wasn't the earlier this year. Oh, okay. I think it was last year. Oh. Yeah, I was playing. I was playing. I finally finished Pokemon, and then I, oh, I went okay. back and I was playing Puzzle and Dragons, and a few other things as well. I might have even been dicking around with Persona Q again, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, no, I I literally charged, plugged it in, charged it today, so it's it's oh, all man, good to go. So I'm all keen. set. As if a sign, sign from God, like the the my Nintendo rewards updated and includes like a 10% Samus Returns discount for digital copies for like 30 gold coins nice. and again because the My Nintendo rewards have never been useful I have so many nope. gold coins oh yeah yeah so I'm all no, about awesome. that yeah hell yeah um but yeah apart from that this week I, I'm I'm I guess we're both pretty tired today even more so than normal oh boy um yeah we've both been up since 8am so all before that um and yeah we both had big days you had to work i did some sort of work uh i also went to the um uh ardman wallace and gromit exhibition today at acmi nice i got i saw some very, pictures very very cool it was so cool i must admit I, I i i don't know why i just have this like soft spot for wallace and gromit um and like those sort of movies but particularly wallace and gromit um and yeah, seeing like the actual figures there and stuff, I'm very, I'm a little disappointed. Um, the at the end of the exhibition, there's a part where you can go and make little clay figures and then do your own little stop motion animation. And we're like, fuck yeah, let's that's that's gonna be awesome. We're gonna do that. Um, as we got there to, to do it, um, a camera crew rocked up from I don't know what, and they blocked the whole thing off. Oh, and we weren't allowed to do it. Oh no. And I was like, oh. But it was like, yeah, you literally got like to sit down with clay and make a little character and then 
make like a little like short movie um in the same style basically that Ardman do their thing um but yeah it was it was really cool uh well worth the 24 dollars i spent on it um I was just grinning the entire time. And then as I was leaving, I'm like, I just want to go home and watch Wallace and Gromit. I don't I just... think there's ever been a time I've gone to the ACMI to see anything and not come out, like, super happy. Like, that, that place just puts Absolutely. on the best exhibitions and best exhibits. Oh, yeah, they get some amazing stuff. Um, I think the last time before this I went there was for the David Bowie one, which was fucking phenomenal, um, before he passed as well. Like, that was, it was amazing to see. Um his history and his life, which was, uh, like displayed there. Um, the first time, the first one I went to was the, um, the video games one. Yeah. I think that was the first uh, one game I went on, to. Yeah. I think, mm, game on was really cool. It was. Um, just like 130 pieces of playable gaming history. It was nuts. Um, but yeah, speaking of video games though, Kyron, should we, uh, should we talk about some? We should, cause we've been, we've been playing some. We have, yes. One in particular. We've been playing one together, yeah. One, 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 one has definitely occupied more time than the, the other ones we've been playing, I'd say. You, you could almost um, discuss, like, consider this discussion a follow-up to last week. Maybe, yeah. Um, cool. All right, well, let's, let's get the other ones out of the way yeah, first. So yeah. do, you want, do you want to kick it off first? or, right. or do you want... uh, Yeah, sure, because my, mine, as excited as I am to, to play it, it will only be brief, but... It right. actually is connected to the Nintendo Direct this morning, Joel. Because oh, yes. it was, it was a very... why we were up at 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It was a very good Direct, mm. full of things that made it me was. very happy. And one particular surprise, which was a playable demo going live for Square Enix's quasi-pixel JRPG in a 3D environment uh, JRPG mm-hmm. called... Project Octopath Traveler, which is a mouthful. What a name. What a name. Yeah. Working title still, apparently. Well, they, they were stressing that in the trailer. So. Working title, but once you see the description of the game, it's sort of like, it's sort of going to be the name, isn't it? I think it'll be called okay. Octopath Traveler, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so they put up a like a little demo to for everyone who has a Switch to play for free, which is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't downloaded it yet. I'm I'm definitely keen to it's, give it a go though. Like if you like sort of sprite based JRPGs, it's so good. I love well, that's the, the thing I've noticed like Yeah, that's the one thing that I've taken away from this game. Uh, apart from like that the it looks like a solid game as it is. Um is yeah, the art style is like nothing I've seen before, really. It's so unique. Um it's really cool. Yeah, like it's a it's a good pedigree because I'm pretty sure if I if I recall correctly, some of the development teams behind this uh, actually worked on the Bravely Default games, which are two very fine JRPGs mm-hmm. that came out. I did not know that until the the the, the direct today. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Yeah. So and like you can sort of see how Octopath Traveler is like a progression of this particular art style. Uh, it'll mm-hmm. make sense if you sort of look up some some pictures of how Bravely Default looks, I guess, when you when you play it, and this sort of takes that style and just goes, "What if we just would? What if there were sprites? What if that?" Yeah, and it's incredible. Yep, I can't believe how good it looks, and now I want so many more games that look like this. Please, please. It's like just when we were in an age where we're like, okay, maybe we should just ease up on the pixel art for a little while. And then you see something like this, and you're like, "Oh, okay, fine. What? One more? What's the thing? Because 
I would say it's probably a pretty unique way of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And just the, the sort of so confident with how yeah. good it looks, and it oh man, <laughs> like that that sort of weird pseudo three D two D mishmash thing that like if you wrote it down on paper and gave it to someone, they'd be like, "This is I don't understand this. It doesn't make sense." But you see it and you go, "Oh, okay." Cool, that's interesting. And let me just also say, cool. uh, it looks damn fine on the Switch's little screen as well. Uh, yes. I, yeah. I started playing it, like, initially I was playing it uh, in handheld mode just because I, I had some, I was still watching some post-Nintendo Direct stuff. And right. so I was like, oh, I'll just plug away at it on my, on my handheld mode. Uh, looks so good, runs so well, and I just slide it into my dock pick up my pro controller yep. and bam, I'm playing it on the TV and I, I'm really ex- excited to get this game in, in it's, it's early 2018. They're saying, so who knows? Yeah. But what I will say is I, I feel like this game might be further along than we think. Right. The demo itself okay. features, you can, there's two, basically two parts of a demo you can play two different characters. I didn't play, there's like a soldier. So who I didn't play as, I did play as okay. uh, the dancer called Primrose. Uh, now is she the one who can like lure people away and things like that? Yes, is that her ability. Yes, she is. Right. So uh, it's worth no- mentioning before we go too far down that rabbit hole that each of it's basically yeah. is a game where there are eight characters, eight main characters, and each character has their own ability that they can sort of take advantage mm-hmm. of, and it will sort of shape how you play the game. And Primrose, the dancer can use her dancing to allure NPCs to basically, like, join you in combat and stuff. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, 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 I think in the in the trailer from, like, from the direct as well, they said that, you know, if you're trying to uh, track down and rescue an NPC, you can use allure to sort of make them follow you back to whoever's looking yeah. for them or whatever. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. So it's a cool mechanic. In combat, you can uh, request, like you can basically pick support as an option from your list of commands and they'll come in and like attack. Sometimes they've got specific attacks they'll do. Like one guy will do an attack called Baleful Blade, which is, first okay. of all, a very rad name for an attack. That's, yep. And very cool. It just, he basically just comes in and just like a huge slash and just does a bunch of damage. I had an NPC that could heal me which is also useful. And just like lots of Andy, little things that'll yeah. make you, like you get an idea of what the NPC will have when you are going to a lure them. So you can decide if you want to swap or not between the two, you, what, between the one you've got and the one you could have. Right. Yeah. So that's a very fun mechanic. Uh, the soldier guy who I didn't play as, his mechanic is like he can challenge anyone to a duel, which is outstanding. <laughs> which all, it's amazing. And all I could think of today was the uh, I challenge you to Mortal Kombat yeah flash animation from like a million years or, or ago like a, um, or like a dueling glove and slapping him across the face <laughs> yeah exactly I challenge glove you slap. to a duel yeah uh, I, but it's cool too because the way they describe that in the trailer as well from what I could tell is that you could use that to sort of like try and find traitors or people who are lying and and sort of force their hand a little bit by challenging them to battle it's, yeah and it's crazy. It's so exciting to think that there are like six other characters we don't know what their abilities are. And I 
am so keen to find out more, but not until I play it, please. Let's, you know, let's, let's leave some things secretive, shall we? Um, so here's the thing. I don't know if you can gather this from the demo or not, but how, how does it work? Do you pick a character and you play through their arc and then you go back and pick another character and play through their arc or? So, uh, how the demo works is, I mean, because it is a demo, you pick one of those two characters to start off with and you will sort of get thrown into their story. Uh, okay. The two characters in the, in the demo you can get from, say, because I play as Primrose and she started in a particular town. The demo doesn't have the full world, obviously, but I could get from where she is right. to where the other guy is. And it, okay. it does seem like in like screenshots and trailers that they will like the paths will like duh, what's the word? I'm having a, a brain fart. They'll come together basically. Ooh. Intersect, yeah, yeah. Intersect, yeah. They'll come together and it seems like that'll be how you build your team. Uh and it could be a simple little bonus to replayability, I guess. If you could maybe pick it if you finish a game, you might wonder how the other character's story starts, so you might do that. I'm not sure in the grand scheme how it'll work, but the two characters right. in the demo, like you can get from one town to the other. Nothing can be really achieved because it's a demo, but it's a good sign for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, my one problem with that is I, I get it's a JRPG and they're supposed to be long, but I'm wondering if, if it is like a, all right, you've played as this character and I'll go back and see what it's like as this character, like how long the campaign will be itself. Uh, um, well, the Bravely Default games weren't super long. Right. I would okay. I would say they were just long enough with that they also were packed with extra content that you could do if you wanted to, but you didn't have to. There was heaps of side stories. Yeah, you could just that. mainline the quest. And, yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure how much of the combat stuff is going to stay from the demo to the main game, but the combat okay. is pretty snappy when you wrap your head around the system okay. and sort of lets you... So I, I, I think it might be okay, but I also... Like you said, it is concerning if it ends up being a long game, and it was like, well, you could play it through another seven times. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre in this day and age that I remember, like, years ago, I used to be like, I'm buying this one game, and I, I hope it's long, and it'd be like, if you found out that it was going to be like six or seven hours, you're like, ugh, I'm not going to buy that, I'm not going to spend money on that, it's not worth it. But now I'm like, six to seven hours, oh my god, oh, that's such, oh, thank god. Especially in this year when we've got like things like Yakuza Zero and fucking Persona Five, Breath of the Wild, Near Automata, Mario Odyssey coming out, Near Automata, like it's just it's so overwhelming. It's a lot um, of long games in a in a good way, but yeah, it's also yeah, it's just not enough time in the day. Yeah, I and I'm pretty sure this will be this won't be a you won't put this game in and have like a, a thirty hour campaign. I won't be surprised right. if it's more along the lines of a Chrono Trigger. Where it's just like perfect, yeah. Where it's yeah, it's, it might be maybe eight, nine, ten hours, something like that. Which again, for an RPG, is not bad. I think that's a nice, yep. especially one like this. I think that's a nice sort of sweet spot to aim for. But it's it's all conjecture at this point because we have no clue how it's going to all yeah. play out in the end. Like I don't know how many of the team will actually like how much of a, the characters will come together. Like maybe you'll only get to pick, like say you pick Primrose, maybe she'll only meet with two or three of them. And you won't see right. the rest of the cast. Like, who knows? It'd be interesting because I'd be okay with that because if, if I get to a... If I get a game that's got all these, like, a majillion options, but I see credits, I feel accomplished. And if I really like it, then I'll continue to play it. But I don't feel obligated to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, like I, I feel like so that might be a thing. Like you know, I finished the the main campaign, but I only played as as Primrose or or the the soldier or whatever. And I get to the end, I'm like, that was great. I loved it. Put it aside. One day I might be like, I really feel like playing a JRPG. Oh, that's right. I've got Project Octopath Traveler. I can pick that up and and pick a new character and start that from the start. Yeah, um, I do feel so, like this is going to yeah. be a, a game that's going to take advantage of a Switch. Like I can already see myself abusing this in handheld mode. Pro- oh yeah, like it's just it just it was so easy to play in handheld mode. Like I'm not I'm not huge on handheld gaming. I don't hate it by any means, but I like yeah. having a big screen. A big screen is how I'd like my video games to to exist. But For sure. the Switch, Absolutely. the Switch is definitely my favorite way to play uh, a mobile game. Essentially, yeah. I see, I, and from the opposite side, I'm someone who does play, enjoy playing things on my 3ds or my phone or whatever. Especially if I'm watching something on my big TV, I could just, if I've got something that's it's going to engage me while I'm like listening to a podcast or something like that, that's more appealing to me. Um, and that's why the Switch works so well. Like, you know, I've played most of it in handheld. Really, actually, that's not true. I played pretty much all of Zelda in TV mode, which is strange. I felt like I needed to. Zelda, I was like, Zelda I... demands your attention. That game is yeah, wonderful. Exactly. Although I must admit when I was running around just doing like random side quests and just exploring the world, I did a podcast on then because I was like, this is, you know, but I go into a shrine, I pause the, uh, pause the podcast and pay attention. I'll be honest uh, with like, you. When you pick up Metroid, if you play that with anything on in the background, I will lose respect for you. Oh no! I def. Oh, mm. I will. I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee that. Oh, I might. Mm. Hey, it might be. Oh. It might not be. I might not be specifically like oh. watching something, but it might be. Ash might be playing Destiny too. Got so headphones. She man. might be playing that. Got headphones. True. That's true. Got to hear those. Sweet I'll try my Metroid best. tunes. Yeah, I must admit the music sounds really good from what I've heard. But um, yeah, no, I will try my best for you. <laughs> I promise. I'll, uh, I'll try my best. I realize we've, we've been talking about Octopath for a bit. I haven't even like, discussed how the combat really works. Right, okay. So yes. it, is, it is sort of a tradition, traditional turn-based JRPG. Uh, mm-hmm. if, I'm not sure. You never played the Bravely Default games, did you? I played a bit of the demo. Okay. And I wasn't super into it, but I don't know. I think it was just because I wasn't really focusing on it a lot. So, but you, but you remember how um, they had the, the brave and default system though, right? Where you could basically, yeah, you, exactly. could, you could bank attacks and then unleash them all in a row. Yeah. Well, you, it's kind of like, I guess in, in like D and D as well, where you can, you can ready an action for the next turn and yeah. stuff like that as well. Or alternatively, yeah. if you were feeling incredibly bold, you could just do four attacks in a row and then miss four turns if you really wanted to. Yeah, that's um, it's a cool mechanic. I really like yeah. it, um, especially in those, especially for grinding and stuff like that. Because like, you, there's nothing worse than getting to a JRPG and having to grind and actually having to go through that battle. And yeah, it's like, I don't. I know I'm going to win this. Um, things like Persona Five do it really well as well, where you can. Especially in the um, um, mementos, where you like, you have that ability in uh, in Morgana, where if you jump, like sneak attack them, and you've you're clearly going to win them. You you can knock them out straight away and take their mask. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. Yeah, so stuff like that is, is good. It makes it it streamlines the process a little bit more. But then when you do get to those parts where you've got to focus in and go, all right, what do I need to do here to get through this battle? 
um, you've got that there as well, which is good. Yeah. Well, this has a, not the exact system, but it's very similar, where in yeah. the enemies will have like a little shield next to their health bar with a number in it. And okay. uh, they've got like weaknesses. In the, again, the demo is very limited. I had like a dagger and a dark attack. So some, okay. some, some enemies would be weak to daggers or some would be weak to dark. And the idea is yep. like you can stack again up to every attack you... Uh, I think you every turn you gain a turn maybe. I think that's how it works. But you can basically go all out like in Bravely Default and do four attacks in a row. And if you manage to break the enemy, they will basically miss a turn and be vulnerable to a, a follow-up attack, which you can then exploit their weakness and right. sort of that's just cool. do ridiculous damage. Uh, I've seen some people sort of complaining on the internet that they thought it was a bit difficult. For me, it was... At first, I wasn't properly paying attention. So... Right. Once I wrapped my head around that system, like, the, the boss of the Primrose demo benefited from... Basically, you would break his... You would buff yourself break him mm-hmm. and then cast darkness on him and do like like 500 600 damage etc and we just sort of like rinse and repeat that uh but yeah i just it, it's it and it's just fun to do like four attacks in a row because the game it just fe- it's hard to describe how it feels but there's a particular right. like way it plays out we feel badass doing like four straight attacks it's like damn bam 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 and the enemy just yeah has the worst time like crumples beneath you. Yeah, there. it's like, oh, could you really four attacks? Four attacks, <laughs> and you just feel like it's a jerk uh, when you break the enemy and they miss a turn, and it's like, oh, it's all right. Guess I'll just, guess I'll just sit this one out then. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it looks cool in the trailer or the 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 footage they show today, which is um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I definitely want to give the demo a go. I just haven't had a chance to download it today, so. I'm going to maybe before I go to bed tonight, set it to download. And then once I get home from work tomorrow, I might jump into it for a little bit. Yeah. It was, it was, um, a, it was a pretty small download. It didn't take too long to download over on my end. I was actually surprised. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so excited. Like I, when I woke up this morning, I didn't think I would be playing a demo for Octopath Traveler. Like that was the thing furthest from my mind after this direct. It seemed so far away from the last time we really saw it. It was like, oh, cool, that's going to be something that comes out at the end of 2018 yeah. at the earliest. Um, but, yeah, it feels like you said, I guess it, it seems like it's, it's much more a lot further along than we yeah. sort of anticipated. Uh, visually, it looks very nice. Gameplay, it feels solid. The voice acting, yep. is it has English dub, and it's pretty good, Fantastic. actually. Oh, I forget the name of the, the, the voice actor that plays Primrose, but... They are the English voice of the uh, in Kill the Kill, which you've just oh, recently Kyron. watched. Kyron, who is it? It's not. It's not. Uh, what's her name? It's not Ryokyo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Satsuki. I think I'm gonna double check it because, <laughs> but okay. the voice sounded yep. really familiar, and I had, I had to go googling. That's all. Oh. It, the the fact of the matter is, I was hoping when you were like, uh, she's the English voice actor for, and I'm like, please say kill the kill. Please say kill the kill. Right. Anytime I get to bring that up. Well, you're lucky because... What do you got? Uh, no, maybe it's not her. I'm going to... Like, she... I, I saw her name and it sounded so familiar. I had to go looking okay. for her. But anyway, she does an incredible job. And the content in her story was... 
was interesting. I didn't I didn't sort of expect it to be so full on. It's it's hard, I guess, when you see like a sprite based um, JRPG, you kind of expect it to be very by the numbers because most of them are. Um, like I guess you know there are exceptions to the rule, obviously, like Chrono Trigger or from what I can gather, Final Fantasy VI and things like that. But I mean, six is yeah, six is heavy. Yeah, like for the most part, it's like oh, I'm a hero. I'm gonna go on an adventure. I'm gonna recruit my friends along the way, and one of them's gonna be not too keen about coming along with us, and the other person's gonna be like the token girl. Like it's yeah, you sort of know what you're getting into sometimes. But I'm glad that it sounds like it's gonna be a bit um, a bit more in depth than that, which is good. Uh oh, she's the voice of um of Ragio. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, I know someone from Kill the Kill, uh, and yep. just as a as a sort of a teaser, what too you can expect from Primrose's story, uh, assassination at the like just to kick it all off, set you up in a Ooh. very very dark start. Uh, okay, there's a there's a there's a death. You get called whore multiple times, and just all these things. I was wow. just like, whoa, like whoa, like all right, guys, I didn't expect this. This is heavy. This is, um, <laughs> yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's not awesome, but it's yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's like it, like doing, when you play a JRPG, it's more in depth. No, I mean I guess less so nowadays. JRPGs really feel like the the good ones. It's, it's probably fair to say have yeah they don't they don't really play by the rules all the time. And I, I yeah I really liked this as an intro to to this character and this and this world, and it hooked me. And I want to know more. And then the game was all like, haha, demo over. See you next year. <laughs> like, when, That's when, how they get you. When next year? Let me know when, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it sounds really good. I'm excited to to check it out. Oh, it also has a great soundtrack as well. Unsurprisingly, you know, Square yeah. Enix yeah. and music in games like, oh, beautiful. Yeah, for sure. They do a good job. But uh, that's really me, Joel. Oh. What about what about you? What have you been playing? Cool. Well, apart from the obvious ones, yes, which we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get um, to that. We'll get to it. Yeah, uh, I picked up a game last night that I've been looking at for a long while on the App Store. Um, this is uh, Joel's mobile game segment. Um, <laughs> it's like a thing now. Need like a little it's, theme uh, song, but, little jingle. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try and do that. Just to, because I'm so fucking narcissistic. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll. I'll I've been looking at this game for a little while, and um, I finally, last night, I was like, I just wanted to play something on my phone. I didn't really want to think about anything. Um, so I was like, fuck it. Let's have a look. And I, there was an article about it on the um, the forum I usually read. It's a game called Rule with an Iron Fish. That's a wonderful so, name, you know, by the way. It, yeah, interesting title. I think the full title is Rule with an Iron Fish, a pirate fishing RPG. Incredible. I think it's the full title. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much that. It's... Got a really cute art style, um, really interesting character, like funny characters. It's nothing, it's nothing crazy. Um, the gameplay hook is pretty simple and it's pretty repetitive, but it's satisfying, so I don't care. Um, basically, you get uh, you and your sister are, like sailing your ship. I think you're like a prince and princess. I'm not 100 percent sure. I can't remember oh, exactly. Joel. Um, it's uh, you, you, your brother and sister, and you're sailing on the open seas. Um, basically, a kraken attacks and wrecks your ship. And you float off to this island, and you lose your sister. Um, basically, you've got to go. You you wake up on the island. and They're like, "Hey, we're gonna help. We'll, we'll like can, 
you're like, can you help me out? And they're like, we'll help you out, but you got to feed us first because we're all hungry. So here's a fishing pole. Go fishing. So you go out into a little area and you, you go fishing. It's basically like a, it's sort of like a, if you're looking at a cube side on almost, like, so it's like two walls and that's like the water and then you're at the top of it. And all you do is just tap to um, drop the, the hook in. Uh, then you use the gyro controls to sort of just like move the hook around. You don't really need to do it all that much, yeah, because the fish bite pretty pretty regularly. Um, the thing you do is uh, you got to tap when like the circle goes down uh, within a certain point and turns green. You tap that and you catch the fish. Pretty simple. Um, later on, they add in things like um, some fish will be a bit stronger, so they'll you'll have to do a quick swipe or a couple of swipes, like left up, uh, up down, left or right. Um, and uh, there are other things. There, there are actual battles as well. So you've got to fight people, and the way you do that is you, while they're trying to fish, you like you don't fish in that one, but they're trying to fish, and um, when their line goes in the water, it'll be like a little red line on the white of the fishing line, and you've got to tap that, and you throw like a like a, I think a hook at it or something, and it it breaks it. Um, uh. And they have other attacks and stuff as well. Um, and yeah, so you have like these little battles as well. Um, there's lots of side quests. Um, the, the main quest is pretty fun. I've, I've only played a little bit of it, um, but I'm really enjoying it. It's just a good, like, chill out, not really get too stressed about it, and just have fun and just tap things and things happen. I mean, that's what you want, really, um, in a mobile in a mobile game. Absolutely. Um, it's like it's four dollars fifty. Uh, so it, it, it's. I guess if you wanted to be that person, I guess it, it's a little on the, the pricier end of the spectrum uh, for what it is. Um, but, I mean, I don't really care. If it's something I really want to play or if I'm, I'm really feeling that at the time, I'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? It's I've paid more for to see movies that I really didn't enjoy and they've taken less time to, to get through. So, like, I, I don't mind all that much, and especially because most app designers are, like, indie developers. So, sure, why not? Have some money. Um yeah, not allowed, not allowed else to say. Oh, you have like, on the on the the base island. You have um, so you can upgrade your ship. You can upgrade hooks because obviously when you what you're catching, you earn money for. Um, you have a bait system as well, so you get fifteen uh, like worms, and I think there's other bait you can unlock eventually. Um, uh, and when they're out, you're like, oh, I'm out of bait, so you just hit the bait button. You pay like 150 coins, and you get another one. You get like another fifteen bait so um are the coins hard to come by no cool. it's every fish you catch oh, you okay. get money well, there so you, go. you, you constantly and then yeah and then like you're, you're going to other levels and getting more coins and i think you get currency as well for like finishing quests and things um and side quests and whatnot um there's also an area on the island called the there's the booty room which makes me laugh every time i hear it um, which I think is the point, but it's basically like a trophy. So you, I think you can collect trophies from certain parts in the game, like for doing certain things you, and you can put them in the booty room. Um, and then there's like a, an aquarium as well. So all the fish that you catch, you can put them in there. So you have like one of each type of fish because there's lots of different types of fish and they're all like weird. And like, there was, there was like a weird starfish. There was like a stingray today. Um, I had one that was oh, I'm trying to think of one that was really funny. There was like a half cow, half catfish, or something like that. Like it was, it was bizarre. How, how does that even work? I don't know. It was weird. It, it's, it's really silly. Like it's not serious whatsoever, and it's very, very cartoony. 
Um, but yeah, if you you can buy like ornaments to put in the fish tank or the the aquarium as well, and the more it, with each one you buy, you can hold more fish in there basically. So um, yeah, so you can go down there and see all the fish that you've caught and have a look at them and, and all that sort of jazz. Um, is it jolly? Yeah. It is super jolly. Like, it's super jolly. It's pretty funny. Like, the writing's not amazing, but it's it's funny enough. Um, it's just, it gets, like, a <laughs> out of me sometimes, um, some of the dialogue. Um, you got to, like, rescue characters as well and bring them to your island, and they offer new things. Like, I've just got a chef that apparently will help me so I can cook food, uh, and then the food gives you, like, bonuses, like earning extra XP or, or coins. Monster Hunter style. Um Pretty much, yeah. Very, very basic, but yeah, yeah pretty much Monster Hunter style. Buffs. Um, and then, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then there are other ships you can buy as well. Um, and like, or you have to get materials for and then find the plans for them. But I think they're locked behind like story quests. So it's like a progression thing there. Um, and I don't know if they have any real effects on the game itself, apart from looking cooler. Um, but I mean, look, it's fun. If you're looking to just tap some stuff and have a good old jolly time and just kill some time, it's it's perfect for like short play sessions as well, because um, it's not like you can. Oh, I've just got to finish this one round. It's like if you're halfway through, like if you've got like seven lots of bait left, and you're like, ah, oh, I've got to go. You can just close it, and it'll be there when you come back. Um, but yeah, definitely worth having a look at. Um, like Josh and Lauren, there you go. There's your recommendation for 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 your next IO or mobile game to check out um uh, it's on ios i'm pretty sure it's on android i would assume it would be because it's been out for a while now uh, i'd be very surprised if it wasn't um but yeah that's pretty much it for me well, um, apart from the so big we, one uh, the big one shall we shall we dive into that yeah we, we uh, may as you, well yep yeah. so you briefly touched on this last week uh, you've been playing a little bit of destiny 2 a little bit <laughs> Oh no! You had oh, last okay. week. Yeah, you yeah, played. Yeah. Yes. You played a little bit by the time we recorded. Um, but since then, not only have you played a lot more, I purchased the game. You did uh, as as the title of last week's episode uh, might have alluded to that fact. Um, yeah, so I I picked it up as well, and I've been playing a lot of it. A lot of Destiny has been played by me between like since like, since last episode and this episode here. Like I. Mm. Oh, so much! I but it's so fun. I can't stop. It's so good. It's so good. I can't believe how incredibly entertaining this game is. It, Especially being someone who played a fair bit of Destiny One. So that's the thing uh, that I, 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 I think is worth bringing up. Like we weren't doing this podcast back during the initial Destiny True. One issues we were having with it. Yeah, yeah. Which was yeah. initial. Launch hype, excitement. We were playing it till God knows what hour, having a good time. Yep. We finished it, mm-hmm. and then we sort of we didn't we ran out of things to do. And then like the DLC yep. came out. I don't think you got it, but I did, and I told you it wasn't very good because let's be honest, it wasn't. Yeah, I played through it when I got Rise of I when I got Taken Take King. King. Yeah, and then Taken mm-hmm. King came out, which revitalized the game, and we were back on the the Destiny train. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of, we again ran out of things to do. And then the year after Rise of Iron came out, you didn't pick it up. I did. Nope. It was okay. It wasn't great. And now here we are in Destiny 2. And like, there is a part of me still at the back of my mind going, but what if you run out of things to do again? And, but so far that hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. I, I, I find it 
very hard to believe that you would run out of things to do. Um, like maybe you, you, okay, you, you could so run, much. You could run out of meaningful things to do. I think maybe true. Yeah, but even even the the non meaningful things are still really fun to do They're in fun. this, and that's that that's the difference. Because like doing patrols in Destiny One were like the first two weeks was like yeah this is really cool, and then after that, I'm like I can't I can't anymore. I'm so I'm so not into this. Yeah. Um, but this you've got. Patrols, you got adventures, you got lost sectors, you got chests to find, you've you got, got public events, public events. you got your high value oh. targets, you've got. Then you've got if you finish. I mean, you've got other things post game as well that you can do as well. I'm not going to go into spoilers here because it's only been a week, so I mean, there's um, no what, real point. What? What? I I'm not sure what you're referring uh, look, to. Challenge, challenge, challenges and things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I think that's fair yeah, to say from, because they basically replace bounties yeah. from Destiny One. Instead of picking True, them up yep. every goddamn day, though, you just fly somewhere yeah. and they're there. You've got three challenges. Yep. You do them. You get your reward. You take them to the Cora Ray back on the farm mm-hmm. or whatever, and turn in your things and get 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 your little tokens. But funnily enough, she gives you the tokens, then you give her the tokens. <laughs> Shove them straight back at her. Yeah. Yep. Um, Thanks, Cora. I think here you go. You you said about rewards, and I think that's probably one of the big the big positives i think in this in this uh, iteration of the of the franchise um progression and rewards are super consistent again it's like it's 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 almost worth just going back and thinking about destiny 1 Joel and i mean i don't know if it was exactly at this point like a week after destiny 1 we were doing it but very early in destiny's lifespan we needed the loot cave oh yeah we loot needed cave, the loot cave for sure Destiny oh, 2, like, I'm tripping over purples. I've gotten so many exotics. I'm having such a good time with the gear. It's incredible. It's almost like a it, it's like a borderline Diablo Borderlands, like, level of loot that they're throwing at you. And it's constantly just like, oh, I got this sweet, awesome gear that's like, you know, this level, and it does this. It's like, great. Then, like, literally 15 minutes later, you find something that's better, and you're like, well, see ya. Replace that. Yeah, and and of course, there's still the, the tradition of like if you get a piece of purple gear, you can feed it up. Like, say you've got a pair of two sixty defense shoulders that are purple, and you pick up a blue pair that are two sixty five. You can just feed them into that, boost it up. Yeah, chuck a mod on it. Maybe chuck another five defense on there and like a special skill. And yep. the like as a good example, I have reached. I think my my power level. I think is what they call it now. It's not light anymore, from what I can see. No, is like because the light is gone. Yeah, well, it's a Vogel, mm. is it though? Oh. Mm, we'll, we'll we'll come back to that. I think. Uh, so yeah, I think I've I've already reached like two sixty seven or two sixty eight or something like that. I think from memory, last I checked, I was like two. 46 or something. And I haven't even been grinding. I've just been playing the game and doing the post-game yep. activities. It it just feels so natural. I have heard that like once you hit 270 is when you sort of need to be basically going, okay, Nightfall Strikes, getting ready for a raid. But the casual yep. growth up until that point has just been perfect. I, I guess, yeah, 251 on that. Mm. Um, I guess, though, once you get to like 270 you're probably in a pretty good position to at least start going for attempts and, and oh yeah trying the nightfall anyway that's probably where you need, like 
in terms of your skills in the game and and however like your 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 gear that you've gotten and uh, obtained, you're probably in a better position um, to be doing that than say running patrols on the EDZ. So, although there has been um, there has been talk, maybe not talk, but I have seen some some threads floating around the old subreddit where people are going, "Hey, how come how come it's just better to do public events than?" strikes or crucible and stuff like that and people are like shh don't take this away from us don't <laughs> fucking seriously if i have to, if i don't have to do pvp fucking great like so great i've played so far i've played two games of pvp and i've won them both so i'm on a hundred percent success rate at the moment and i'm totally okay hey, with to, be, it. to be fair bungie did just add a new map into their pvp rotation they did to celebrate the fucking people who finished the raid first so yep Again, that's really cool. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It it just seems it's in terms of the game itself, and then the context of the story, and some of the dialogue and things that happen in the story. It just seems like Bungie have sort of li- really listened to the the criticisms, especially of of the first one and, and its uh, expansions, and really taken that on board and tried to refine uh, what they had and made it what it probably should have been i guess you could argue that but it's hard because the first in the first game in a series is always going to be a proof of concept oh yeah no matter what it is so it's always going to be lesser than for the most part the sequels really and if it's going to be if it's something that's going to be um got potential there obviously the sequel is going to be much better yeah you can track the growth of destiny like from launch Mm. to to where it was at the end of rise of iron and you can see the improvement they just needed yep. to get to Destiny 2, but clearly they weren't ready to move on to the sequel yet. So we, that's why yeah. we got Rise of Iron, which is much... As, it wasn't you know, it wasn't awful, but Rise of Iron wasn't as exciting as Taken King, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Because, yep. I mean, Taken King added a whole new enemy type into Taken, whereas Rise of Iron, I think, just like reskinned the Fallen into like Devil Splices and changed a bit here and a bit there. But... Right, okay. So it wasn't as big of a change. And then suddenly we have Destiny 2 where we haven't got a new enemy type, really. Like, there's been tweaks. No, well, there's tweaks here and there. And that's the thing. I think, yeah, bringing back all those enemies and you sort of, like, familiar with them, but there are minor, like like you said, tweaks and, and changes that make them so much more entertaining to shoot and watch well all they seem more like characters each of the races seem to have their own sort of characteristics now like the fallen of scavengers yeah. and they'll, yep. they'll scurry around on all fours to avoid fire the hive yep. have creepy nests and it makes me feel uncomfortable to be inside their nests oh. and they're like the the chests that you get from them as well like yeah. covered in like oh, weird moss shit it's fucked up uh, the vex yeah. are still robot Robots, I guess that's they haven't changed much. They Pricks, still just I think is the yeah, and the Taken are still the... hanging out, being you know weird. No Oryx anymore, but they're still around apparently. Yeah, yeah, they're, I'm sure they're going to explain that some uh, some way down the track. Yeah, they probably will. Like I'm sure it'll come up in like a DLC or something. But regardless, like each of those races, just fighting yeah. them feels like I'm fighting more than just a like a a model swap essentially. And I, I think the Cabal as well were pretty, were like they have a bit more of an important part in the story, obviously, because they're pretty much the big bad in this. I still think um, they're pretty goofy and crap, but 
I, they're so much better than they were though. They, I, I like their character design much more. Like their their armor designs look more interesting. They don't look like like blobs of nothingness. Uh, I guess. I, I think. Yeah, I, I no, I really actually I don't love them, but like I find them more interesting. Um, I like the way I think their heads Gull pop. Is, yeah, me too. Um, I like the the way anything's head pops in uh, in Destiny. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, like I like Gaal as a villain or Gaul, Gary. Gary. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, Gary. Let's let's we should probably crack open the Destiny Two story a bit. All right, yeah, we should dive into that a little bit. Uh, so overall, I'm gonna say that I liked it. I liked having cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some things about the story that didn't really work on a just based on the fact that it has to be. The MMO style, you're the chosen one sort of game. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, as you can probably gather from promotional materials and stuff, something happens that basically takes away the light. So, you know, yep. you lose your light, and so do all the Guardians, they lose their light. But as you know, it's a Destiny game, so clearly you're getting your light back, or this game would be terrible. Yes. So, you know, you find a way to get your light back, everything's hunky-dory. But... The, the the three vanguards. I get they're, vanguard, they're vanguards, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zavala, Cade Six, and Ikora Ray. Ray, yeah. They lose their light too, and it's one of those things where I understand why it is the way it is. But those characters, a lot of their scenes would hinge on them, like just being like, "Oh, I've got no light. Like if I die now, I'm dead." And here I am yep. with my light going, just go touch the shard, mate. You'll be you'll be all yep. good. You'll get your powers just back. Like, you'll be immortal again. It'll be great. I've done it three times. Yeah, I feel like, like I'm being awesome. selfish. Yeah, like seriously, I've, I, I'm worried I've used it all up, but you should go and check it out. It's, yeah. And it was just a little thing that um, sort of like, it, it didn't ruin the story for me. I mean, like I still really enjoyed having those characters. I mean, who am I kidding? I really enjoyed having Nathan Fillion around. That's true. Yeah, uh, um, but it was just it was it was annoying occasionally. It's I I I agree. I think it was annoying, but I tell you what, I can actually remember what the storyline of Destiny Two is. Yes, if you ask me what happened in Destiny One, I have no fucking idea. Well, I mean, what happened in Destiny One and is unclear because nothing really happens in Destiny One. Very true. The Vex I'm, try to it, do something and you stop them, and that's the end. I, yeah, I fucking no clue, and that was the best part about this. Like you said, the storyline's pretty, pretty by the numbers and pretty stock standard. Um, but it to me, it feels like a it feels like a Marvel movie. So it's like you know that it's going to be, especially when you start playing Destiny two. But like when you go into a Marvel movie, you pretty you get a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. There may be a few twists and turns here and there. And like different action set pieces, and there might be something that might make you go, "Oh my god!" But for the most part, the, the heroes are going to win. Everything's going to be fine, um, and you sort of know that going in. Whereas, with, yeah, the more I played of the storyline of Destiny Two, the more I felt like that. I was like, you know what? This is all pretty, pretty generic. But I'm kind of into it, and I'm kind of on board, and I've kind of actually give a shit. So that was the biggest, ta- one of the biggest takeaways I had from it. Uh, yeah. In terms of the storyline, I the other big problem I really had was uh, you mentioned Gaul. Uh, 
I didn't dig that he just... I didn't really feel at all that he just sort of does nothing the entire game. That's true. That's very true. And, like... Yeah. He, it's not a spoil, yeah. obviously. He is he's the final boss of the game because he is the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> when he shows yeah. up to fight you at the end, I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, I've seen you in those cutscenes just sort of talking. I've been killing everything. Everything he, across this oh, yeah. system. And you, what, you think you're going to beat me? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll fucking end you. He does. He does say the line. I I have become legend. He does, as well, and I was just like, which oh, made me fucking laugh oh, so much. Is that it? it made they, me laugh they know so much. That that's is it meant to be a joke? Because I'm taking it as a joke. I uh, yeah, I took it as a joke, and I hope it was because there's the other line in there as well, um, from Cade Six when he's in a bit of a predicament, and he says, "I don't have time to tell you because I don't have." He said, uh, "Yeah, I don't have time to." Yeah, he says, "Um, I don't have time to, I don't have time to tell you what I don't understand, or something like that." Yeah, it's along those it, lines. It, it's, it's it's pretty much a, a reference to one of the worst pieces of dialogue in Destiny One, which is, "I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain." That line and it's, is the worst. <laughs> oh, it's it's a bad line in general, but combined with the fact that the game doesn't give you any fucking story outside of. Combined with that, like in the game itself, that line it just like summarizes that game's story. Yep. Is why yeah, that line is terrible. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. It just I, I actually felt I didn't feel I didn't like well up with tears or anything like that. But I had a couple of moments where I was like, "Holy shit, this is really fucking cool." There were there were good moments. Like seeing the characters interact was good, and the new ones that have sort of been introduced, like Hawthorne and all that, were, were interesting. I mm. again, Hawthorne's one of those characters that I feel like they could have used more of. She sort of yeah. Is it the start? Sort of not cool with Guardians because you know Guardians lived up in their in their tower, had the light. They yeah. were they were good. Meanwhile, these guys are on the ground fighting and not having you know immortality. Yeah, doing the same thing, but doing it, like, the hard way. Yeah, but then by yeah. the end of the game, she seemed cool with everything, and I didn't really... I was like, how do we get from here to there? I think what, it was, what they were trying to allude at the fact is that I think her and everyone else that was fighting on the ground, they wanted to be Guardians, and then there's that moment... Um, Zavala basically says to her, it's like, you know, he, he calls her a Guardian, and she walks away, and you see a smile on her face. She's like, that means so much to her. Um, but they didn't really go into that to sort of get to that point. So yeah, it <laughs> it's like I get I get it, and I'm assuming that's what that's what was going on. But they don't really sort of explain that, I guess. Yeah, like I I tell you what, the story was still good, but there are some parts of it that feel like they mm. sort of like like half half go into stuff and half explain stuff. Still leagues above Destiny One story. And yeah. I do appreciate that even though I was just complaining about, you know, Gaul not really doing anything, his cutscenes were kind of interesting to watch and also mm-hmm. not too intrusive to the game itself. Because, so, you know, Destiny is a no. game about shooting things and you don't want to be pulled away from shooting things for too long. Yeah, I think the pacing of all the cutscenes was really good like and, and the, like how they spaced them out as well. That You weren't getting one every five years. Yeah. Which you're, is good. You're getting one like every every you know if you're if you're powering through the storyline, you get one like every half an hour, maybe forty five minutes even, um, and they're not overly long, and generally uh, pretty funny. Um, there's some pretty funny moments, whether in that or not game. they're intentionally funny or not. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's like seventy five to twenty five percent, like seventy five percent meant to be funny, and there's that twenty five percent where it's 
didn't quite hit the mark and yeah um but uh, the the one thing that's carried over uh, into from destiny one which was one of my favorite thing about destiny one was shooting things feels good shooting things feels so good and Bungie know how to do that so well and they've they've like continued to do that in uh, in destiny 2 which is awesome well even just like and with the little changes as well like to how the weapons work so you're no longer yeah. restricted to how destiny 1 would be like okay these are the guns you can have in these slots and destiny 2 is like yep. you know whatever man like you want to have an auto rifle as your secondary that fires solar rounds but have a a kinetic damage hand cannon on your primary slot whatever shotgun in your heavy don't care like they're much more there's more variety for all of those three slots yeah, or if you're like me early on in the game and wanted to go, my hunter wanted to go double hand cannon. Um, not at the same time. You can't do a wield, but just I wanted two hand cannons because that's what I like. Are you going to go um, for, for stri- st- strong and drang, is it? Like the two hand that's, cannons? I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through that quest at okay. the moment. That sounds, so, like the, that sounds like the setup for you then. Yeah, well, because, yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, one's a sidearm and one's a hand cannon, and it's like yes, yeah, the infinite loop of reloading, which yeah. is... No reloads. Fucking just cool. Swapping guns. Switch between the guns. Yeah, that sounds so good. Um, I've been using um, Der- Derm or Derns, whatever it is, the D one. I've Drang. been using that one. That was just Drang. Sorry. Yep. I've been using Drang with the sidearm. Um, and it's not bad. It's not. It's not amazing. No. Um, <laughs> I've got better. I've got better guns than it. But I mean, if I could have that infinite reload loop, then I'm definitely going to have that there um just as, a, as an option um but i'm halfway through that quest at the moment i've got to get a um a, a exotic engram and then i can move on to the next part of the quest good luck is, to you <laughs> yeah look you know i mean i get it like they're supposed to be rare but even then like i've had like one or two uh, yeah look, like drop I... before before that quest it's in Destiny One, you were lucky to get a blue in the first couple of weeks. Like to get an exotic in Destiny One was a nightmare, and in Destiny oh, Two, yeah. I have I have so many. I've got mm-hmm. exotic helmets, chest pieces, arms, legs, primaries, yep. secondaries. I've got them all. Like as I've got an exotic it, sparrow and an exotic ship, and it's it's great. Yep. It's like yeah, the the. the I get in a game like this in a in an MMO, but not an MMO. Um, you've got to have that that carrot dangling. You've got to have that grindy stuff to make people to sort of flesh your game out a little bit, I guess. Um, but this one, the the rate of progression that you get is, I think, fantastic. I think it's just enough that where I've lost literally like half a day and not even realized it. Like, I'll be like, oh, cool, I'm just going to play for, like, two or three hours. I've got a, f- a few hours to kill, and then, like, Ash will come out. And Ash has done the same. Like, we've been swapping. Like, she'll get up early and play in the morning, and then I'll, I'll get up in the afternoon and bum around for a bit. And then she'll go have, like, a nap or, like, watch something in bed. And then I'll play from, like, like just before dinner to, the, like, the end of the night. And that's how we've been rotating between Destiny 2 at the moment, which has been really, really cool. Um but yeah, I sometimes some days I've I've started playing and going, I'll just play a couple of hours and then next minute it's like three in the morning and I'm like, Oh shit. But look at all this sweet stuff I've got. Um It's, it's hard great. Because I, oh. I I have people I work with who are like, Hey, 
do you want to come raiding with us this weekend? And I'm just like, no. No, I'm playing Metroid. Stop. (laughs) Stay away from me. I'm playing Metroid. Don't lure me into this destiny. Because some part of me is like, yeah, but you could just play some destiny. I'm like, no, I'm playing Metroid until I finish it. You could. Stop. Hey, hey, the the, the first team to beat it, beat it in... Five, I think it took them like just over five hours. And I said it was and the hardest it was one. Apparently, yet. the hardest one yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I, good times. I've seen For maybe people who, a third yeah. of the raid from the Taken King, and it was really cool and really fun, and it kicked my ass, and I'm excited. I've seen I've seen a nothing of a raid, <laughs> and I am absolutely determined to do it this time. So if you are listening out there, actually, hit us up on the. The PSN because we're playing on PlayStation Four. Um, my gamer tag is Jolly Mac. It's the same as my Twitter handle. Um, pretty simple. Uh, hit me up. I I am determined to raid this time because it's it's one of my biggest regrets about Destiny One is the fact that I never got to see even like a little bit of one. It was it's all a mystery to me. I watched videos and that was it. They and really I didn't are do that, that much. The best parts of Destiny. And... Which leads me to my next my, my next point is that uh, the adventures and lost sectors and strikes, especially strikes, seem like mini raids uh, in Destiny Two because so... they've got puzzle elements and jumping and and holding points and having to figure out all right we're we're, we're hitting this boss but it's not doing any damage what is around that we need to be looking at to try and break down that barrier. Strikes especially have been sort of been have been promoted to mini raids, which I love. Adventures love that. feel like fleshed out patrols, which again is just great right. to like. You yep. tag this quest and you get dialogue, and you get a, like yep. a mini story. And even patrols have have sort of got better dialogue as well when you've trigger them. Absolutely, like so much more. And then like care has been taken. Yeah, like and the lost sectors are kind of like little. Like mini arena battles, yeah, I guess you many, could say. There are many instances. Like you can just go down there, yeah. wipe some enemies, get a get a treasure, get a treasure. Yep, yep. Also, just that um, each planet has like a, a faction essentially now. Instead of having to go back to the tower and you've got your dead orbit and your future war cult and all that, each planet mm-hmm. has a person. That person takes resources from that planet and medallions you'll get from that planet for just opening chests or doing strike on um, bounties yep. and all that sort of stuff. You take them to them, you, you level them up, which again, the increments of a re- re- reputation rises much better. You max them, you get a legendary engram, you pop it, and then you do it again. And it's just, it, the loop yep. is so easy, but I've lost a lot of time to it because oh yeah, there's some there's particular give I'm just like, no, I, I really want this and I will do whatever it yeah. takes to get it. Oh, for sure. And then that goes that goes further into so once you hit the the soft level cap of twenty, then you you improve your power level. And that's, that's when destiny um, starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have like a, a your experience bar, and every time you fill that experience bar, you get a bright engram. Which a bright engram is basically you get a bunch of cool cosmetic stuff that you would normally have to pay silver for. But the fact of the matter is, you could just grind out levels and get shit that way. It's random, obviously, but it's even random when you buy the Bright Engrams anyway, because that's how they're doing it in through the Eververse Trading Company in this one. Um, but I love that. I've already got like two, exo- uh, not exotic, uh, legendary emotes, and they're both really cool. 
Um, I've got some cool shaders and stuff like that. It's improvement tenfold. Um, Absolutely. I can't believe I, I, I expected it to be better, but not this better, this much better. Like it's, it's very good. I'm especially surprised um, by how much fun I've had with it after how lukewarm we were after the beta. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And I think you summed it up pretty perfectly. I don't know if we said it on the on on an episode or whether you, we were talking about it on Party Chat or something. Um, but you said that the beta was basically Destiny 1 and it wasn't for us. No. It wasn't for the people who play Destiny 1. That They weren't trying to sell the, this game to, to us, essentially. Because when it comes down to it, I was pretty. I, I wasn't going to buy it after the beta, um, but I mean, look look at me now. I'm playing it. and I've played fucking a million hours of it so far. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and, and you're 100 percent right though about that. It, it it was. It was like here's a strike, here's a story mission, here's like the crucible. Like that 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 was pretty much what you could do in vanilla Destiny when it came out. Yeah. Um. So. It was like, all right, cool. Yeah, this seems pretty familiar. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, and the, the fact that it was like an older build as well probably didn't help. It did, I felt like it didn't run amazingly. Um, and I, it, I've had no problems with the, with the game thus far either. Yeah. It's just, what? 2017, man. What a year. 2017 like, isn't fair. It's not. It doesn't make sense. It's like some sort of weird paradox. Like we have a two D Sonic game that everyone loves. We're getting a new two D Metroid game in less, oh, like man. less than twenty four hours now. Destiny two is a fucking leaps and bounds ahead of its predecessor. We've got a Mario game coming. We just had a Zelda and a Persona at the start of the year. Like this year isn't fair. Nintendo made a fucking weird home console portable hybrid and it fucking works oh what a bizarre year and there's even more but, surprises um, for that like when we get into the actual meat of the direct that i was just yes. i just didn't see coming oh yeah yep definitely um but any uh, closing thoughts on destiny so far i'm sure we'll talk about it again in the coming weeks uh not really like yet just thumbs up bungie i was a massive yep. cynic on destiny one even when i was having mm-hmm. fun with taking king i was always a little bit bitter about having spent so much on the original Destiny 1 at launch because I got like the yep. $150 edition with the game and the expansion pass. But I was, yep. So even when I had fun with Destiny, I was still a bit cynical, but Destiny 2, there's just no room for it because every time I, I am about to have a negative thought, something happens around me, like an event starts, uh, a high-value target happens, there's a quest, there's a an engram drop or something happens, and I'm just like, oh, ooh, ooh, yep. ooh, yes, carrot. I will chase a carrot. Joel falls off a cliff somewhere and does something stupid. Like, yeah, it's amazing stuff like that. Oh, um, what I will say is the jumping still sucks. Please don't make me do platforming. Yep, that's very true. Um, there is a definite knack to it, and it's not a... It shouldn't be there. I, well, I don't know. Particular classes are harder than they need to be. Like, I'm running a Titan. The Titan is mostly fine. I have also tried a Warlock, and the Warlock jumps suck. I'm a hunter, and it's great. Yeah, you can double jump or triple jump. You're fine. But it's very floaty, and you get a little bit of a slide going when you sort of land sometimes. And Yeah, so if you're trying to do that precision jumping, which luckily the game doesn't require you to do all that much. No. uh, 
And if they do, they give you enough room of a platform to land on. So you can sort of figure out where you're supposed to be going in. I just and remember give yourself enough of a run up and stuff. I remember the raids being infamous for having jumping puzzles, so that's why I'm always a bit wary yeah. about it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I'm loving it. I'm super happy I picked it up. Um and yes, hit us up if you want to play with us. And if you're really good at it too as well, if you want to carry us through Nightfall <laughs> and, and the raid, please. Uh, um, I, I am awesome. not above being carried. Oh, yeah, okay. Can you carry me, Karen? No, no, I said I'm not above being carried. Like if someone wants to oh, carry not, me, not above. I'll take it. Okay, cool. I can yeah, barely yeah, carry no, myself, Joel. I don't know if I can carry you too. I know, that's fair. That's why I was surprised. I was like, oh, I, sure, okay. Like, you can you can take me through the, the Nightfall then. Oh, God. No. I, I, I tried the Nightfall. That's it was our, an embarrassment. <laughs> That's our goal for the next week. I feel that's what uh, that's. What, I'm setting myself a goal. Okay, for you, maybe try again. I've got Metro in a weekend. I know you've got Metro this weekend, but I'm busy. I'm sure. Stop I'm sure trying to lure me into Destiny honey traps, honey pots. No, all right. I'm. I'm just saying. Once you've finished Metroid, we'll be waiting for you. It's fine. Um, but yeah, thumbs up, Destiny. Yeah, it's really good. Love it. Alrighty, let's jump into some news. A uh, few tasty little morsels this week. One particularly big one, uh, which is the reason we're probably sounding a little bit loopy tonight, because we've been up since 8am, uh, because we both got up at, at that time to uh, to watch the Nintendo Switch and 3DS Direct. Um, and they talked about a whole bunch of new stuff. Um, and some surprising surprises uh, in this list as well. And a couple other things that we sort of expected to see, which is cool. Um, so shall we uh, jump into it? What, what do you want to tackle first? Uh, I mean, I think personally we should start with a thing that I think neither of us really saw coming just because yeah, it was so left field. Super left field. Uh, so, And we'll, we'll do that by just going... by by. Okay, let's set a scenario, Joel. Back when yep. the Switch was revealed, if you were to pick a publisher that would be the one backing the Switch, like, way more, like, a ridiculous amount. Yep. Who would you have said? Like, it would have been Ubisoft, right? Yeah, absolutely. It definitely wouldn't have been Bethesda. No, it would not have been Bethesda. <laughs> not absolutely would not have been Bethesda. And, like, the Skyrim thing, I was like, all right, that makes sense, I guess, because, you know, Skyrim needs to run on everything. It's the new Minecraft. Um and as, as cynical as I am about Skyrim coming out again, like Skyrim on the go is cool. That is cool. I, and for someone like me who never played Skyrim in the first place, this seems infinitely more appealing um, for that exact reason. So, sure. So, th- they showed a bit more of that. Um, it's coming... November 17th. November? November 17th, yes. It's got that um, sweet holiday sale like week right there. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good spot for it. It'll be a good um, it'll be a good bundling game for people to buy who are buying switches at that time. Yeah, just to be like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll get Skyrim. Why not? Like, it's a two hundred plus hour RPG I can just dip into that I've already played a million times before. Uh, or people like me who haven't played it, the the five percent of the world <laughs> that hasn't played it. I think it would be even um, less than that. Yeah, I yeah, it'd be a very small number, and I am a part of that number. So, um, but that's not where the Bethesda love stopped. Uh, and the next two have caught me off guard, to say the least. Um, so, 
Doom, Doom 2016 is coming to the Switch. How crazy is that? That's nuts. That's, uh, it, we, we were saying last week how crazy it was that we're, like, we're getting a Rockstar game on on the Switch in uh, in Alley Noir being re-released. It was like, all right, cool. Now Doom, like, Doom is a, that is a violent game. That you is can, a super can, violent game. You can do things to demons in that game with a chainsaw that I, even I was just like, well, guys, what? what? <laughs> All I, right. There were, there were, I can't, I, I can't even like fathom how many times playing that game, what I played of it anyway, I didn't actually finish it, which is good because I'm going to now when I get it for the Switch. But um, where I had audible moments of me going, oh, oh my God, like, it's nuts that game. It's great. It's fantastic, um, and yeah, it's coming to the Switch now. Uh, so get, the big question will be performance. But yeah, I, I guess I would be completely okay with Bethesda like knocking back on the resolution to keep yeah a, a, the frame rate because I feel like the frame rate is really important for a game like Doom, especially exactly with how important movement was in Doom twenty sixteen. Like that yep. game was. Essentially, the adventures of running in circles around the arena and occasionally shooting demons as you ran past them. Yep. Oh, yep. And jumping. Lots yeah. of jumping. Jumping, running, shooting. Like, yeah. You, you want a smooth um, frame rate for that. And look, hey, a side note if this works and they do, do drop the resolution a little bit and it does run at a pretty solid frame rate, this is another convincing argument for Overwatch coming to the Switch. It is, but Activision Blizzard are a whole different beast. True, very true. I mean, just solely based on performance-wise, which I think a lot of people were concerned about, maybe. I, if, if this works, then that argument is no longer valid, I, I guess. I think the one argument that might still persist in the Overwatch camp is related entirely to the Switch's online infrastructure and whether or very not it could, it could yeah. handle that and i'm sure it could that's the thing it feels yep. weird to be like oh could it could it run overwatch online i'm sure it could bethesda yep. bethesda is bringing doom's multiplayer to switch it'll be available as an optional download instead of forced onto the cart which is that's a good cool. idea because the multiplayer for doom wasn't the thing i cared yeah, about when i got that game yeah but, no, me neither. but um yeah that's the that's a big question mark i think for overwatch yeah yeah but i mean look not only is Doom coming to the Switch, though, it's it's coming this year. Holiday season this year. We, by the end of the year, we'll have Doom on the Switch. So Pete um, Hines was teasing. Bethesda had an unannounced game, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Turns out it was Doom for the Switch, and that's that's rad. But, Kyron, that's not where that ends, either. So, not one, no, it's, it's not, not two, but three. So... The third uh, bit of a tasty morsel from uh, from Bethesda was that Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, is coming to the Switch. I, I, I have no words for this. Like, in a good way. I, I like... That blows when, my mind. When I can see the Wolfenstein logo, I assumed it would be like Doom and it would be like the old blood or the new blood, like... On, or like a Switch. combo pack of like of like the the, um, the, uh, the yeah the new order and and old blood yeah to play through that and and then maybe I, down the track we'd get I didn't think but, we'd be getting new Colossus and it's coming 2018 no. so there's no concrete date but considering no. that I'm not picking up Colossus on the day it comes out because of Mario exactly. Odyssey 
Exactly. I'll probably pick up the Switch version next year when I get a chance. Yep. Because um, I, I, the, the, uh, the new Colossus is a, is a game I'm definitely going to play at some point because I really enjoyed uh, the new order. Um, like, I really enjoyed that game. It's a very, very good game. And if you haven't played it, it's redonkulously cheap on any platform. You could buy pre-owned copies of it. You could buy new copies of it for... I want us at less than thirty dollars, like at the at the absolute most. Like, it's so cheap. It's really good. It's it's a lengthy campaign, but not in a bad way. Um, it's got some really cool gameplay mechanics. It feels like like an old school shooter in a new school skin, and it works. I don't know how it's Machine really Head great. did it, but they did it. So, yep, kudos they to did. them. And from what I've seen from from uh, from. Uh, the new Colossus, I'm very, very excited. I mean, their marketing campaign for this has been so good. It's like every other week we get like a we get a new trailer or commercial or fake television show from that era. Um and it's just the tone of it is just so tongue firmly planted in cheek, um in a in a scary kind of way, some in some aspects. Um and yet, this this is a game that is going to be playable on a Nintendo console. A game about shooting evil Nazis who are doing some pretty nefarious things. You'll, be able, be, on Nintendo you'll platform. be able to shoot Nazis on the go. Yep, yep. You can shoot Nazis on, on the Nintendo go platform. when you're going somewhere. Just, why not? Why not? 20 fucking 17. I... I it's an, again, Wolfenstein Two is another one of those games that I am assuming there'll be another there'll be hit on resolution or performance to get the game running on it. But absolutely, they didn't show any footage in the direct, so who knows? It's early days. Yeah, uh, the it's first just game exciting, but it's coming to Switch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the first game uh, when I first played it was I played it on PS3 and it did not look great. Um, but then I played it again on PS4 and it's awesome. It looks really, really good. Um, I mean, I would. Would you have said it doesn't look great though if you didn't know there was a PS4 version? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, or that's not true. The the thing that really like stuck out to me was that, and it's it's still sort of noticeable in the PS4 version, but not as much, I guess, is the transition between the cutscenes. Because obviously the cutscenes are not like you know. Are pre-rendered and all that sort of stuff, and but then you go back into the game and it's just like, oh, okay, I yeah, get that sp- split I, second, yeah. That, I guess it didn't affect me because I've been playing Final Fantasy games, right? No fair, that's cool. So I'm used to like like <laughs> like any of the the PS2 Ooh. era or like the PS1 era where you're like, wow, that was a really cool cutscene. Oh, I'm a Lego oh, man. Yay. <laughs> yay, um, but um, but yeah. yeah. Awesome! I oh man, that was I think that was the my 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 personal favorite thing from this director just because it it blindsided me so badly and it was just like all right, I, this is amazing. Like um, I said, I'm just surprised to see Bethesda backing the Switch so heavily. Like I won't be surprised if next year we get Fallout Four on it. Like, yep, why not? No, like, I wouldn't be surprised either. If, if Skyrim uh, runs on it and doesn't crash constantly, then they'll probably stick Fallout 4 in there to sell more Fallout 4. Well, crash any more than Skyrim already does, so... It crashed an awful lot on my PS3, that's for sure. 
Exactly. But so, you I know, was it's playing it crash. on a Sony platform, so, you know, that happens. <laughs> Very true. Um, alrighty. So, uh, next up, we've got a very lengthy display from, uh, from, uh, another little JRPG you might've heard about called, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, now I was sort of like not super into what I saw beforehand. And after this, I'm still not really sold. Um, but I totally get if you are like I, I understand it just doesn't seem like the type of game I'm gonna get into um I mean it's very much a, it's very much a JRPG it's not making any apologies it's not like hey I'm yep. cool like sometimes as much as I love Persona 5 it's very much a game it's just like I'm a JRPG but also I'm kind of cool so don't worry this game is just yep. no I'm a JRPG and you will learn my systems or don't even bother and I'm, I'm completely okay with that because I'm gonna lose hundreds of hours to this game Yep, no, fair enough. Uh, I, I thought that might be the case. Um, yeah, for me, I I didn't like the art style. That's just me. I don't know why. See, it's one of those things where a couple of the characters I liked the look of, but others I was just like, eh, you right. know, take them or leave yeah. them, really. No, I agree. I was There were some parts I was like, oh, okay. Then I'd sort of see when I go, oh, okay, nice. And just sort of kept happening. Um, there was it was like an eight and a half eight and a half minute uh, demonstration they basically had. Yeah, they really of, opened uh, of... up how the gameplay works and touched mm-hmm. on a lot of the the characters you'll meet, the regions they're from, and like the the specific things each of the I guess the not races, civilizations or like cultures or whatever you want to call them, kingdoms. Yeah, like their specific yeah. angles on on how they're going to play a part in this story. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm obviously excited. I love JRPGs, and I very much enjoyed oh, sure. Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles X. So, obviously, sign me up. The biggest surprise is for so long, Joel. So yep. long. Nintendo were like, don't worry, guys, this game's coming in 2017. No one... I don't think anyone believed them. No one did. No, no. Everyone called bullshit. And they kept saying it, but like, no, it's it's coming twenty seventeen, guys. Don't worry. And every time we'd be like, no, it's not, it's not happening. You're you're insane. It's yeah, coming out December first. Yep, it's happening. <sighs> like it's coming in. It's coming in just like before the finish line. It's going to be one of those games where I'm like, I want to, I want to see if it's going to be my goody list. That's going to be, it's going to be a rough December. I'm lucky because I'm probably not going to get this game. Um, didn't really speak to me. And I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. It's just not for me. So, um, but I'm I'm excited for the people that it is for, like yourself. I'm, I'm excited that you get a, another awesome gajillion hour JRPG to play on the oh, Switch. Which... I love I love myself a meaty JRPG. That I, yep. can just, I can just like sink into like a, like a beanbag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, anything else from the 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 demonstration you wanted to point out? No, I did see some people complaining about it looking slow. Which, again, I'm I'm afraid that's mm. just sort of a, a part of this game you're going to have to adapt to. Because again, there's a lot of stuff going on, lots of yeah. combos you can do. So, if it moved quickly, it would be 
pretty hard to actually comprehend. And plus, it does sort of adhere to the offline MMO sort of design, which, again, I'm completely okay with, but it's not for everyone. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that turns me off the most about it as well. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if you look at the performance of uh, of Chronicles 1 and and X, like, from what I've seen of those games in action, like, they... They were not rough, but they were they were a little bit chuggy in certain points. And it's, like you said, it's because there's so much going on under the hood. So, um, yeah, you kind of accept that. Xenoblade Chronicles, when it came out on the Wii, I think that that game was such a revelation just because it was at a time when JRPGs were, they were there, but they sort of weren't anything special. And then out of nowhere, Monolith Soft makes this Nintendo puts it on the Wii and it just the feat like just the response to it was incredible and then of course there was all the controversy with America and Operation right. Rainfall because they weren't going to get it so they had to yep. convince Nintendo of America to actually bring it over to them and then we got Xenoblade Chronicles X which it, it was fun it definitely was weaker than Chronicles 1 okay in some aspects but it had giant mechs so that was rad yep uh, but of I'm course. very much, I'm very much excited for Xenoblade Chronicles two to go back to one style, so much more so than X. Yeah, right. Awesome. Um, so there's a, a few other little bits and pieces. I thought you'd just quickly rattle off a few. I've got a list here of stuff that they talked about. Oh, excellent. Um, so things like uh, Snipperclips is getting a like a retail release uh, with some new DLC as well. See, that's it's genius Snip- because I missed Snipperclips at launch because of Zelda. Yep, me too. And, and it's one of those. I played the demo with my wife, and it Same. was fucking fun. I um, also played the demo when I was like, I will get this game at some point, and this is perfect. Yep. They're going to put it out at physical, like on a cart with extra stuff. Yep, uh, and like bonus. Um, replayability for the levels for the people who've already done them. Um, it'll be a standalone DLC as well, if you've already got the game. Um, it's called Snipper Clips Plus Cut It Out Together. Uh, it's coming on 10th of November. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors, they announced uh, Lin. I'm sure that means something to you, Karen. Uh, um, you can you can thank Fire Emblem Heroes, I think, for getting Lin into this game. Okay. I, I mean... Uh, I. I guess America in general, because she is from Fire Emblem on the Game Boy Advance, the very first English localized Fire Emblem. So most fans seem to have a a soft spot in their heart for her. She's a badass, so I'm completely okay with this. But yeah. Yeah. She looked pretty cool in the trailer. I'm keen for Warriors. I'm going to... That's going to be a dumb game, but I'm going to love. Oh, that's what Warriors games are. And that's that's why I love them. They're they're just... uh, If you just want to go in and hit like... A hundred thousand enemies with a sword, and just do that over and over again, and just sort of like a bit of stress relief. They are perfect for that. Oh yeah, that's what um, the Warriors games are full of. It's like, what if I was oh, yeah. one guy with a sword and I killed five thousand dudes in one battle? Yep. What if? Yep. And that was a bad round. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's someone you that's, fail. That's the low level one. Yeah. Um, so Mur- Morphe's Law, which I think we spoke about a couple of weeks ago during the um, when we talked about oh, the, the Nindies, the Nindies, um, which is the game, the four v four team based shooter where you shoot other players' body parts and that increases that body part on you, um, and it gives you different like, um, I guess traversal and uh, 
strategies to try and uh, defeat your enemy. Um, that's coming out winter. Rocket Where's League's it? coming. I guess that's out summer. Oh. Is that out summer? Yeah, winter? summer here. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm reading an American list on Reddit. So, um, yeah, so summer. Um, Rocket League's coming holiday. Still no concrete release date. Um, but holiday seems to be a pretty safe bet. I mean, uh, they've said holidays, but that seems to be pretty. That makes sense. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, getting some new uh, uh, Zelda amiibo of the the four champions from Breath of the Wild, which will which also include new costumes. Which yes, good. I guess I don't know. The costume stuff has always been weird about like, hey, yeah. you can only get this costume if you've got this amiibo. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's um, a, I guess that's okay. Oh. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't think it's on this list, but they also talked about, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, Mario Party, the top 100, I think okay. it's called. Yes, Mario Party, the top 100 was announced for the 3DS, and that's the part yep. where I get mad. Yep, absolutely. Um, because the, the concept of it is it's taken, like, the, the, the top 100 uh, mini games from every Mario Party uh, and put it into one game. And that's like great, awesome, fantastic. They're releasing on the 3DS and not the Switch. It is a dumb, dumb, silly move that I don't like, and I hate it, and it makes me mad. Like I sort of, um, I sort of get they're going. It'll probably be, yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? It's not going to be a budget game. It's going to be full priced. Oh yeah. Oh, I get that it could work because it's got like download play where only one person needs the cart, which is again really cool. But do you know what the Switch has? Two controllers on the side of it. Like Yes, it does. <laughs> it's got it's got two controllers bundled with the fucking console. I mean I guarantee <laughs> that, that Switch will get its own Mario Party. Oh, absolutely. I I think that'll be in the E three direct next year we'll probably hear something about that. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised it'll be next year's uh, Mario Kart uh, or Splatoon. So let's, let's not put Mario Party on the same level as those games, okay? Let's not go too crazy. It'll be it'll be, it'll be that of next year though, like in terms of like the the party multiplayer game that people are expecting to see on the Switch. Really, you think it's um, about not Smash? Yeah, that that there's that on a different tier, and then Mario Party. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, a couple of other things here. Um, uh, they showed a bit of Lost Sphere. Um, Dragon Quest Builders coming out in, again, spring 2018, but that means autumn for us. That feels way too late, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Considering they they just announced the sequel and it's coming to the Switch as well. Sure, why not? Um, I guess if you're a a, a household who only has the Switch and you didn't really play Builders and it'd be something you're into, sure. Um, There's a couple of extra things they're adding to it as well. Um... There was a weird MOBA they showed off that I didn't care about because it's a MOBA. That's, um, that's apparently a big get, Joel. That's, I mean, I'm sure it is. And I, it no. might be something I end up looking into. What was its name again? It was... Uh, uh, Battle Arena, isn't it? No, it was um, something of Valor. Oh, yeah. What was the actual name? They haven't it, got it listed it here, unfortunately. Active Valor? Might be. I think it's Active Valor. No, it's uh, something of Valor. It's a from what I was reading, I was I was uh, trolling the old uh, Neo Gaff. Um, it's a yep. big deal that game. Okay, cool. Specifically, that's, I think I saw awesome. it in China. It's apparently very popular. 
Arena of Valor. There you go. Arena of Valor. Yeah, that was the one they were saying. Apparently, it's a big, it's a big deal in China. So it's a a very smart grab for Nintendo. Awesome. All right, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, I I might, I might have a look at it, but I'm not fast. I don't know. I'm not a mobile but... person. No, 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 no. Um, and it has to be the right kind of one that's easily accessible. It it has to be Heroes of the Storm. Um, it looks very Heroes of the Storm. Which, yeah, that was the one thing that made me go, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Resident Evil Relation, uh, Revelations uh, 1 and 2 coming later on this year. Um, but where's Resident Evil 7, Capcom? Where's Resident Evil 7? Uh, you might get it. You might get it. I don't know. I, I have no real faith in Capcom anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well. Um couple of uh one particular, you know, absence. It was there. It showed up for a very brief second. Still no release date for Golf Story. Not gonna lie, disappointed. Nintendo. Sidebar, get your shit together. If it had a date, Nintendo would have given it a date. (laughs) That's true, yeah. No. Sidebar, come on. Come on. I wanna throw money at you. Just let me do that. It sucked, we, we, but there was so much good news in that direct that it doesn't even oh doesn't even absolutely to me. absolutely. But come on, we've got two weeks left to September. He said September. Don't don't it's, leave me hanging. It, it is coming like the last week of September. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be the last week of September. That's what, fine. What is the last week? But, of like when is oh Joel twenty eight. That would be like September 30th. Oh, what's Which that is, say? That's the week of the Super Nintendo Mini. Oh, that's an expensive week, Colin. I'll be playing Super Metroid. <laughs> that's an expensive week. I don't like that. Oh. Put it out next week. Do it next week. I mean, yeah, there's only three more eShop updates before the end of September. So, based on what they're aiming for and saying... It's this week, next week, or a week after. Come on, man. come on, Cyber! You can do it. I believe in you. Um, but to be fair, the... like take that, take your time, make that game as good as it can be. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Please make sure the game it is looks fine. So I'm, special, I, like I, oh, I'm being very impatient here. I'm being a bratty little child. Don't let that stop you from making the best that game can possibly be. Because I, I want to love it. I want to love it. Please, um. But the Nintendo Direct rounded out with, surprise, surprise, Super Mario Odyssey. Um, Can they stop showing us Super Mario Odyssey, by the way? showed a lot of that game. Uh, I was only half paying attention. I was just sort of like, I had it on, but I was just sort of like checking in every now and then. Uh, the internet's losing its shit over Mario's nipples. Yes. The internet has, has gone insane thanks mm-hmm. to Mario's nipples. Hey, it, it wouldn't be a Nintendo Direct without the internet latching onto something vaguely sexual I mean, about one of the characters. We already had Link way back when with his nipples, back in the early True. Breath of the Wild stuff. True. And then when Breath of the Wild came out, we had Zelda and a Badonkadonk. And then I we had we're gonna get some uh, Peach Badonkadonk. We're not going. Oh, maybe. We, no, we're not going. Hey, Peach no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, don't don't count it out. You never know. <laughs> we got Twin Tail. Twin Tail had more than enough. What? Yeah, wow, that's a good point. Twin Tail was so. Uh, look, we've got a bit of a butt thing going on here at Nintendo uh, in their first party game. So who knows? Um. Anyway, 
Uh, I mean, this game looks phenomenal. Joel, Mario Odyssey it looks phenomenal. is that game that's... Spe- it's coming out October 27, and it its existence is almost entirely to be like, so uh, it's a nice game of the year list you've got there. Yep. Uh, where am I, where do I where do I fit in? Because I'm in here somewhere for sure. Yeah. Like there's no doubt I'm, about that. <laughs> I, and I'm looking at you, top three. Like that's yeah. where I'm oh, that's yeah. where I'm sitting. It is gunning for top three. The just <sighs> the couple of kingdoms they showed off that I hadn't seen yet looked so good. And yep. they sound like the areas are huge and there's so many moons to pick up. And they said that there's still more that they're not showing. Yep. Please don't fucking show us them. Like, that's the just thing. Because I said they would, be, they would be updating going forward on their website. I'm like, no, just don't. Just don't do just it. Just don't. Just don't. But again, everyone, I... Everyone that owns a Switch is buying that game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And there are people who are buying a Switch to play that game. So, you're fine. You've, you've got the money. It's in the bank. You've, you've done it. You, you, you're a big damn hero. Don't fucking show us anymore. They're gonna though because it's marketing. Oh, and unfortunately, that's where we're at. Like I've already started to like. This isn't really news, but like a week ago, I was having to dodge uh, Metroid stuff because they had a panel yeah. at PAX last week, and right. like they'd been putting out all these videos showcasing all this stuff. I'm like, well, guys, no, stop, <laughs> please. This, and that's enough. That is enough. And it's I'm like buying an, the game. It's not just Nintendo. It's like it's every game publisher. It's and developer. a problem. It's like. Maybe don't show me that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that, I think, back when um, we did that little like topic about um, going media, media blackouts on things. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. It's. I mean, you can do it. It's just, it's hard. Um, well, especially in something like a direct us. where you're like, I want to watch this direct. And you're like, oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, no. Because yeah. <laughs> you're like, I know this is the last thing, but I'm not sure. It, there could be something else. Like, It could be a surprise. <laughs> There could be another fucking Travis Strikes again. No more heroes. Like, you don't know. Um, but it looks good. It does. It looks it looks amazing. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Uh, um, it has leaderboards, Joel. So I look forward to challenging you and all your times. Sure. sure. Awesome. Pre- be prepared to win those. Um, <laughs> I, I am prepared. Yep. You know Fantastic. what we didn't touch on, Joel, the other week? That hasn't, hasn't happened yet. Hasn't come to fruition. But we are... Leaderboards is part of what they that developer was talking about when, like Nintendo's potential achievement system came up, didn't isn't it? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yes. So that so, maybe this could be part uh, of that. Who knows? Could be part of that. I mean, they've just updated their their online app, mm-hmm. the voice chat app. You don't have to have it open anymore. You can it, close the app and still works. Can we like that? That's so ridiculous. That shouldn't be a thing they had to update into a goddamn app. That should have just shouldn't be, worked. <laughs> shouldn't be a feature. Should be it's insane. Should be it's insane. Should be packaged in. Um, but hey, good on them. They 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 made the app a functioning app. They unfucked it slightly, so good for them. Um, but yeah, no, I I hope so. Maybe if they were going to launch an achievement system, I think launching it with a Mario game is a fucking brilliant idea. Um. I'd, because... I'd go for all those achievements. God damn it, it would ruin exactly, me. exactly. And there there would be so many that you could you could assign as well. So, uh, and I, I mean, we've already seen too. Like when you get the the moons, that it has like a timestamp on it from when you first collected that moon. So, 
I guess we'll see, Joel. Maybe this is all leading up to them just going, surprise, achievements. I guess Look, we'll achievements are dumb, but I want them on the Switch. Oh, me. I Yeah. And do you know what? If they tie them into the fucking Club Nintendo, My Nintendo rewards program and made that as a way, like, that's my thing. Like, I... I would like. I, I don't. I, I enjoy going for trophies because it's a, like a completionist sort of thing. I'm not super into it, but like if it's a game I really love and it feels like it's going to be an easy platinum, I'll go for it. Or if it's a game I just really love, like Uncharted One, um, I'll go for it. Or if it's a game but, that you that you're enjoying and like, yeah. Because like, my favorite platinums are the ones where the game just wants you to see the game. Yeah, Bloodborne exactly. is the best example of that. Where all Bloodborne asks of you is to see every area, beat every boss, and see all the endings. Like, that's it. Yep. That's a really... It's not an easy platinum, I guess, but, like, you can you can that's reasonably of the game. It's, getting that. Yeah, that's because of the game, not because of some arbitrary task it's setting you, so... Yeah, like, as much um, as I love, as much as I love the Uncharted games, I still hate that Uncharted 4 has that speedrun trophy. I hate that. Yeah, but it's okay, because you can glitch it. I glitched it. I glitched it, and no, I don't feel bad about it, because that trophy is no, me dumb. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, if, if, if there was... A, I, I've always said that, like, in my... The, to myself, mainly. Um, if achievements had some sort of... Or, or trophies had some sort of weight behind them, like, you you could get something for them. Even if it was just, like, a PS4 theme, like, once a year, or... I don't know, like, a shitty little indie download or something i don't know like something you got something for it it it, it had made you want to go for those trophies sony had I, sort, of always done that sort of thing. the theme stuff like i got a tro- i got a platinum trophy theme for bloodborne when i got my platinum in that yep. they were like hey uh we realized we saw you got a platinum in bloodborne so here hey download this free theme i was like okay that's kind of neat but i've got better bloodborne themes so i'm going to change back to that but it was cool they it did- was cool they recognized me they did it for Horizon as well, and I'm still waiting on mine. Haven't received it yet, so yeah. boo. Uh, but yeah, I know a few people. Uh, there was a, a few people online that got the when the game came out, they got the platinum trophy, and like a few weeks later, they got sent an email saying, "Hey, congratulations! You've 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 explored it all. Like, here's something to show our appreciation." And it's I think it's just like a um, it's like a white background, but it's got like all of the the robot dinosaurs basically there. Just sort of like hanging out together. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I'd like that, but be nice. Uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, if Nintendo were to come out and do that, I think that's that's the way that they they pun intended one up the others and the other systems. Um, yeah, in my mind, anyway. I that would involve them actually having to use. <laughs> The the my Nintendo system and they just haven't been really. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Very Which true. sucks. It sucks. But who knows? Maybe that's why they're not doing it because they're trying to implement all this stuff. Who knows? Like, yeah, maybe I think that we... it's going to be a big like re-release of uh, of it all. I still think that next year it could all look very different. But who knows? Oh yeah, I don't doubt that at all. Um. Oh, what, what is was there anything else that uh, you wanted to to chuck in there about the Nintendo Direct? Um, not really. Like it, I've seen people complaining about emissions. There's no Metroid Prime Four. There's no yep. Animal Crossing. Not the right time things. for either of those. Yeah, not Metroid Prime right Four. 
Metro Prime 4 is still a logo as far as we know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know what's and going on Animal that. Crossing like exists in some way, shape, or form, but we don't really know how. Um, Nintendo Animal Crossing would have been like a good, like a, could have worked in this direct, but uh, yeah, no, their calendar's they, when, way too packed. <laughs> exactly, and when they said that, like you know, we're going to be showing Super Mario Odyssey, it's like, well, there's your end game. Like that's what we're going to see at the end. Um, so yeah, there wasn't really any room for it, I guess. Between Odyssey and Xenoblade, like their 2017 has no space for games, and oh yeah, like there's a very good chance that in December we'll get a crazy direct that might touch on some of that stuff, like potentially maybe yeah. around the Game Awards. Who knows? Nintendo will be there accepting every damn award. Yep. So we might see something there for something. I doubt an Animal Crossing, but I I still think it's possible. But I never really foresaw it popping up. The one that people really got salty about was um, uh, Kamiya from Platinum Games retweeted and yeah. sort of sent people over the edge because obviously we had that leak the other day about oh. Vanquish and Bayonetta 1 and people got a little bit excited. Nothing sort of came from that, which sucks, but it, it could still happen, but that was a bummer. I hope so. But uh, I really enjoyed the Direct. It was, it, was, it was good at what it needed to do. Yep, yep. And it had a couple of pretty, pretty big surprises in there. So, Doom and Wolfenstein um, Switch. Doom Crazy. and Wolfenstein Switch. Still, I still can't believe that's happening. Um, cool. Well, you were talking about uh, Animal Crossing, Kyron, which is kind of a lead-in to our next news story. <laughs> I'm tired. That's the best. That's the best segue you're going to get tonight. I think. Um. <laughs> Uh, Chucklefish, uh, the publisher behind the wildly successful uh, Stardew Valley, has uh, tweeted out a couple or revealed some more details about their next project, uh, which apparently is a set in a magic school. Yes, a magic school. So it's Harry Potter Stardew Valley, ladies and gentlemen. Someone please write a check to Chucklefish uh, oh for God. all the money in the world because that's what they're going to get for this. Like, this is going to make them all the money in the world. And some of that is going to be mine because I could not be any more in on this. This sounds amazing. So, yeah, um, I'll, I'll probably pick it up and I'm not I'm not even crazy about Harry Potter and I'll pick this up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're a ways out yet. So, uh, apparently, oh, yeah. like... Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the one of the the lead developer uh, uh, on Starbound tweeted out an image of the game in development, uh, saying, "Still in testing, no news yet. Thought this sneak peek might tide you over. We've learnt a lot of lessons from working with Stardew, uh, and it's just some really cool little pixel art, a little uh, like seaside town. Um, it looks amazing, as you would expect it to." Um, but basically, uh, in PC Gamer, they had an interview with Finn Bryce, the CEO of Chucklefish. Um, he, you know, the game hasn't been announced properly yet, but it has, uh, he was more than willing to talk about it. Uh, this is from the VG247 article as well, which quotes the PC Gamer article. Uh, he says, the game is set in a magical school where you will play one of the students. The goal has been to create a game world that is entertaining and charming simply to inhabit. Much as Stardew Valley's town was a pleasant place to live in. 
The game's most obvious influence is Harry Potter, uh, but Bryce also cites Kiki's delivery service, Garth Nix's Old Kingdom, and Terry Pratchett's Tiffany Aching Books as major touchstones for the project. That's, um... Yeah. It looks good. Yes. That, we only have, like, one screenshot, don't we? Yep, it's just that one screenshot. Yeah. Um, oh, and apparently... Good screenshot, though. Oh, yeah. There's so much detail in it, and it's just so colourful. And that's what I love about Stardew Valley. It's such a colourful game. And that's the um, thing. Like, Stardew Valley is a good game. I haven't played it, but I can... T- like, I've watched it being played. I've seen pictures of it. And I can tell it's, it's a good game. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a dangerous game, because you will lose days to it. I'll find that Weeks. out when it comes to Switch, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it all over again, too. Fuck. Um, but so apparently there's going to be uh, many different kinds of magic crafting and potion making farming systems in this game. And each of them, uh, each of those needs to be rewarding and satisfying in their own right, according to Bryce. Um, and they're also trying to encapsulate the uh, nostalgia of school life. Um, the team seems to have drawn on experience from their own personal lives and uh, to, in order to try and emulate... Um, those sort of scenarios so people will sort of have a something to relate to um man i oh fucking harry potter study valley just sounds like the best thing in the world and i just i want to live there chucklefish are doing good stuff between stardew valley mm-hmm. and oh, what's the name of their advance wars game uh warbits what yeah, what something like that? Is it Warbeats? Wargroove. Wargroove, that's the one. Yep. Uh, that looks so good. And even yep. I've, I haven't played the full version, but I played a lot of the early stuff for Starbound, and that was really fun I, as well. I think I played a bit of it. I bought it like much later when it, there was a um, uh, when it was in full release. I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, so they, I have no doubt this is going to be a great game. <laughs> I feel like Chucklefish are like the innocent Devolver Digital, where it's like <laughs> pretty much they'll put they're the indie developer that anything they put out, I'll be like, yeah, I'll give it a look. Like I, I'm I'm kind of in on it. Like it sounds interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, it's just something something little there yeah. to tide you over for the moment. Um, oh, I'm so excited for that. I, I shouldn't be excited for it because it's no, so no. far away. No, I'll be excited for it. I'm excited about Metro Prime 4 and all we have for that is a logo true. that probably won't even be the logo for that game. They're very true. Very true. So, and it's okay because we, in the meantime, you have you have Metro Samus Returns this week and I have Golf Story at some point. And we've still so, got Stardew Valley to come to Switch. Exactly. Everyone's a winner. I want to play Stardew Valley so bad. Hurry up and put it on Switch. God damn it. <laughs> I've waited oh, so long. <laughs> it's so good, Kyron. I'm so um, committed to waiting now that I, I just have to keep it up. It's so good. Um, all right, well, let's round out the news with a little bit of Destiny. Destiny, no, uh, this is a nice little feel-good story. Yeah, so uh, it's a feel-good finale since we forgot to exactly. put up the questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because we got we got no it's questions been a this week. So. Busy day. Yeah, it has. It's, it's a long day. Um, so there was a, a, a Destiny player. Um, he uh, is Sons of N7. He's a Reddit user. Uh, 
he decided to ask for some help when Destiny 2 came out. Um, and yeah, he basically, yeah, some people helped him through and did the Nightfall and he was very excited until everyone realized that he's actually mute. Um, and apparently in, um, he played a lot of Destiny 1 as well and he joined a lot of like uh, LFG's uh, forum posts and, and sites uh, and everyone basically denied him because he didn't have a microphone. Um, and yeah, so in Destiny 2, now with their built-in LFG, I guess, if you want to call it that, the guided game system. Yeah, guided games is in beta right now, but it's, it is yeah. there. It is it is in beta. So hopefully soon it'll be in full, full fully available to everyone. Uh, I got some, some guided games tickets. I probably won't use them. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's good they're there. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, he he basically it showed on the LFG sites it showed up that he didn't have a microphone, so people would basically ignore him or just he was didn't see him as a valuable asset to their fire team. Um, so the fact that he got to do that is fucking awesome, and just that makes makes my heart swell. That one. It's so cool. It's very cool that he was, that he got that chance. Yeah, it's um, yeah, amazing. And apparently, one uh, one player invited uh, Sons of N Seven to his clan, and even offered him uh, to help him run through Destiny One raids he missed. We ran through the nightfall. This is a quote from from that player. We ran through the nightfall and completed on our first try. It was a new experience that felt somewhat normalizing. I would say. Um. Yeah, that's so fucking cool. The internet can be a nice place sometimes. Yeah, well, especially uh, from what I've experienced, maybe not in the grand scheme of things, but the, Des- the Destiny player base is typically pretty cool. Yeah, what, I think ev- ev- yeah, everyone's on the same page pretty much. Like, it's... Yeah. It becomes very clear when you have, like, your first dance party... Or even you and I, Joel, we had that random soccer game at the farm. That was amazing. So that was when I that was the first night I played. Um and we did the uh the scouting mission around the farm. So we had our like sweet blue glows and like super jumps and like super speed. And uh yeah, we had a soccer we had a two on one soccer match against some other guy that was just like, Alright, you're fucking on, let's do this. It was really cool. Um I- it was great. But yeah, it's 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 nice when we have these sort of stories come out because it makes the internet can be good. It makes people who play video games look like us as a whole look less like assholes, which is wow. always a good thing. Yes, um, it's always handy. Um, but yeah, I reckon that might be that might be it though, Kyra. Don't you think? I think so, Joel. I think it's I think it's time to go and get some well earned rest and oh, I'm gonna go goodness. and get ready for Metroid and then oh when I come back next week, Joel, who knows? Who knows what I'll say? It, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be the Kyron show for the first half of that episode. I, I block guarantee. out the yeah, block out the first half of that yep. show for just me talking about Metroid. It'll just be me it'll just be me chiming in going, and I helped. Like that's that'll be, <laughs> that'll be what it'll be. I bought it. I, I helped out. Everyone again. If if you have uh, any sort of interest in the future of Metroid, please buy that game this weekend or eventually, like at some point, because Nintendo 
other kind of guys would be like, meh, didn't sell exactly. very well. They knew if we not, did it to... Yeah, if not for yourself, do it for Karen. Do it for me. Do it for yeah, Samus. Exactly. Do, do it, it for Samus. her. Do it Don't for her. Forget, you're here forever. Yeah. Whereas I've got, I'll have to put that back on my, um, <laughs> yeah. on my Twitter timeline, but do it for her one. <laughs> you, you need to have that. You need to have that up for the next day. Yeah. You definitely need to have that up. Do it for her. Do uh, it for her. But anyway, for, until then, until we get to that point next week, Joel, that's, that's in a week. That's a, that's in the future. Oh yeah. We're going to, we're going to put a bow on this one and, yep. and send it out there. Cause we're done. I like uh, it. As always, thank you for listening to us speak about video games because we, we love them. We love video games and we love that you listen to us speak about video games. Exactly. And if, if you want to listen to us speak about video games, uh, please heed this bit of advice. I forgot to do it at the start of the episode and I'm doing it now. Currently, there is a Square Enix sale on the PS on the PlayStation oh, Store. Yes. Everybody go and buy Near Automata. It's like 46 bucks. You will not regret it. It's is it forty six bucks? It's something like that. I think. I, I think it's also on sale on Steam. So maybe that's. I feel uh, like it was. It's sixty two, which I'll, is still really good. Yeah, I think it's it's a, a wide square Enix sale on on near at least. Anyway, I, think I got an email well. about it, and I was like, everyone must know. Everyone must mm. know. <laughs> All right, here we are. Let's let's have a look. What price have we got it for? Yeah, sixty two ninety five. Sorry, that was my bad. That's still it's, a good deal for near automata. It's. Such a fucking good game. Please, I, I, it's done it very well, it. but it's still, in my, I feel it's still a little bit underrated. Go do it. Just do it. Just, just go buy it. It's a good game. Just do it. It's so Neo good. Automata um, is a very good game. It is a very good game. Um, Thank you for right. putting that in there. I'm glad you remembered because I had forgotten. I did. I, I, I remembered halfway through like the Nintendo stuff and I was like, fuck. We could put that in there somewhere. But yeah. Can we please get Near Automata on Switch? Yes. Yes. I just want more DLC for it. It's dumb. I just want everything on Switch. Screw it. <laughs> yeah, just put everything on there. Just That's do it. Fine. Just everything on Switch. Make it happen. Get every- get yep. everyone on the phone. Fo- on the phone. Yep. Get them on the phone. Chuck it on the Switch. Everyone's happy. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to wrapping it up. Yep. Uh, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias you can find us on facebook where you can search for dialogue options you can chuck us a like there uh you can follow us on twitter at dialogue options you can shoot us an email over to dialogue options at gmail.com as for our individual accounts you can find me at lemon x where i'm just i'm avoiding metroid stuff on twitter and posting gifs about samus and getting myself hyped up and where can they find you joel you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, the last thing I on my timeline is something I retweeted, and it just said iPhone X, iPhone X2, iPhone 11, iPhone 12, iPhone 13, iPhone 13 2, iPhone 13 3, Lightning <laughs> Returns, <laughs> iPhone 14 Online. Joel, I, yeah. did you see what I, I retweeted? Uh, I did. Uh, it was it was the... From Yoko Taro? Yes, I did. That was very, very good as well. No iPhone 9S. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, because, yeah, he can't. Uh, they couldn't handle, be an Android. couldn't handle a 2B, yeah. And plus, gotta be exactly. an Android. It's gotta be an Android. <laughs> can't be an iPhone, gotta be an Android. Oh, Wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> so funny, so funny. Side note, though, that that iPhone 10 looks pretty nice. 
is expensive. I'm get one this year. It's so it's ludicrously expensive. It's insanely but, expensive. <laughs> but I'm hope I'm hoping it's not going to be by the time my contract runs out this time next year. So hanging out for that. Eighteen hundred dollars for a it's phone. It's so it's so expensive. <laughs> the plans are going to be like a hundred and sixty dollars on like the basic insane. plans. It's going to be fucked up. Oh. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Good God. All right, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux, Strike Witches Get Bitches, take us out. And we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Bye.